last week on Discount Heroes. But you haven't even opened your present, Theodore. Yes, your present, Sir Theodore. Thrasher is just sitting on the floor, arms crossed, just looking furious. Party hat slightly askew. <laughs> Noisemaker hanging out of his mouth like a cigar. Jacquard. You have to read it out loud. All right, whatever, guys. The small scrap of paper bursts into flame as it lands upon the deck of the ship. And as the shape is complete, the light surges forth once again and collapses within this dark silhouetted form, which spreads its wings. And as the shape is complete, the light surges forth once again and collapses within this dark silhouetted form, which spreads its wings. Shuffle up the cope's nest and then open up my flame spitter takes a deep breath and exhales pure darkness at Thrasher. He's trapped in his darkness. I reach my hand in there and I pull out this blade of pure shadows. I conjure a bunch of party balloons and they fly from <laughs> front of his face and he can't really tell what's going on. I climb up uh, on his neck and I'm just going to drive the blade right into the, the dark shadow of the dragon. Swoop up like a jet. Dust leaving behind me and I grab you in my arms. I'm like, Demi, that was incredible. I know. Welcome to Discount Heroes. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Discount Heroes, where questionable results are always guaranteed. We're a chaotic character and story-driven real-play podcast for a group of five buddies who've known each other for 16-plus years. We've played countless hours of questionable D&D, and now we want to share with you the game we love so much. My name is Brent. I'm the DM here. We got four players. Why don't you introduce yourselves and who you're playing? What's up? My name's Tyler, and I'm playing Copes, the Circle of the Stars Druid. What's up? This is Aaron. I'll be playing Prince Dimali, the Tiefling Bard on a magic carpet. This is Jared playing the part of Thrasher. Seriously, guys, call me Thrasher. Stop calling me that other thing. It's Thrasher. And this is Matt playing Knox Longfoot, the gnome wizard who has been whisked away to a whole new world. All right, how are y'all doing this week? Beautiful. Considal. Average. Suicidal, is that what you said, Tyler? Considal. Oh, okay. You said suicidal. That's a rough way to start this. Somebody help me. Steven. Yeah, this week's episode brought to you by sad people. 
We know our audience here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I got a, hopefully an easy question for everybody. I don't know what your childhoods were like, but I'd like you to tell me about a time that you got in trouble as a kid. Tyler kind of touched on this before, but I'm sure he's got something else. I shot Rodney with a BB gun and got in a lot of trouble. Who's Rodney? Actually, it was Josh. It's one of our neighbors. Josh. One of our friends. Let's get that right. <laughs> <laughs> well, he deserved it. We invited him over to shoot him, I think. He told me to, and then I did it, and then I got in a lot of trouble. Because he got upset? Yeah, then he went and told his dad. And then his dad made you apologize. <laughs> he told me to shoot him in the foot with a BB gun, and I did it, and then I got spanked. <laughs> That's bullshit. <laughs> it is bullshit. Thank you. I'm on your side on this one. Thank you. So, when we were kids, maybe like around 10 or 11, me and my cousin were at one of our parents' parties. My aunt had taught us how to fork a yard that night. So, we had a bunch of plastic forks and were running around forking people's yards, which is where you stab the fork into the yard and then snap it off. So, it leaves just a bunch of hard plastic in their yard. God. Why would you do that? We were little demons. That's strictly evil, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah. We were chaotic evil. I'm pretty sure you're supposed to just leave them sticking out all over the yard. You're not supposed to snap them. They're too easy to get up that way. That's awful. Yeah, but they still gotta go out and clean up all the forks instead of just leaving plastic in the ground. These are like hidden ones that you step on. Anyway, while we're doing this, <laughs> we see two cop cars come rolling down the street and... I'm so stupid. I ran across the street as they were coming. So I was like, a deer in headlights. And they're like, freeze. And just like mid stride, I just froze. And they took us back to our parents' house. And my aunt comes out in a wedding dress. And because it was her wedding? No, it was not. Oh, boy. She just liked to put it on sometimes. And then they pretended to scold us. And then... The police left, and I guess we really weren't punished, honestly. <laughs> but you were in trouble for some moments there. No, he thought he was going to be in trouble, and then it turned out everything was fine. They were not in trouble at all. <laughs> Tina showed them how to do it. <laughs> Tell us about a time you got away with crime. Well, that's a whole different question. Apparently, it's the one we're answering. I never got in trouble when I was a kid. I was a good, good role follower boy. You were. I know. And then it all went to shit. I don't remember, but it wasn't because I didn't get in trouble. <laughs> he blocked it out. <laughs> I do. This happened many years after. We used to play a lot of airsoft. And in my parents' basement, we used to have airsoft wars. <laughs> um, and we would also just like target shoot down there which the 10 year old me didn't realize was putting a tremendous amount of holes in the walls so we would just hang the <laughs> banners up over all the airsoft holes so years later my dad went downstairs and he pulled all the stuff down because he was like painting he was like what the fuck happened to this room <laughs> well that's my bed we did shoot an incredible amount of airsoft guns in your basement so many like way too many it was one of the most fun I've ever had Oh, you remember Knife Wall at your house, Tyler? Hell yeah. Still there. 
knife wall was fun. One time, our friend Miguel came downstairs, and we were all hiding in the basement in the dark with airsoft guns, and he got to the bottom of the stairs, and he said something along the lines, I swear to God, if y'all shoot me when I walk in here. Spoiler alert. Which is the last thing anyone says right before yeah. they get shot a <laughs> yeah, lot. Right. I specifically remember laying on the bar with a sniper rifle pointed directly at him. <laughs> I was behind the couch. I think I was behind the couch with you, Aaron. I'm pretty sure that was the same night that Matt chucked a pool cue at him and it stabbed through the drywall behind him, like right between his legs. I did get in trouble for putting holes in the drywall with pool cues, too. Who broke the pool table? Is that Derek? Derek broke it, but it fell on Jared's toe. Yeah, it almost broke my foot, so. That's a story for another time that we may have already told. But instead of being responsible and telling my parents we hit him in the bathroom and put his foot in the uh, soda cooler. The tub of ice. (laughs) There was so much blood, guys. Let's see. I got in trouble. There are two times that I remember specifically. One time was BS because I got in trouble for my mom saw me peeing in the backyard onto the ground. And she tried to ground me for that. She was like, who taught you to do that? Like, every man (laughs) that I've seen. (laughs) Fine, Mom. I'll pee in my drawer on my lava rocks. (laughs) (laughs) It's not somewhere? Yeah, it's it's somewhere else. It's the rocks, woman. You choose. And then the other time was my younger sister had come out and was like... Where else did you pee? She was like, I played this prank on our sister on this, uh, what do you call it? Like a bench swing below the deck. And she was like, yeah, just take this water, just take this water and just pour a little bit on her. And she'll like be like upset about it. I was like, oh, that is really funny. So I took the whole gallon pitcher and dumped the whole thing on her. (laughs) That's really (laughs) nice. And because I thought that was a a natural escalation and she started crying (laughs) and I got in a lot of trouble for that. (laughs) You deserved it. I did deserve it. She was very upset. You know what you did. All right, so we ready? Do it. Say the words. Let's go ahead and begin the game. Last week, our intrepid adventurers welcomed another red-robed figure on Griffin back onto the ship. This figure revealed a shocking secret about our dear friend and ally, Theodore Thrasher Rothspire, that he was actually a member of a very wealthy... The third. The third, excuse me. That he was actually a member of a very wealthy family, and he was only 16 years old, and his birthday was tomorrow. The figure departed, leaving a mysterious package containing delicious pastries and a pair of chests, one locked to be opened the day of his birthday, and one to be opened the night before. This night. Within, Thrasher found a key and a mysterious note, and upon the conclusion of that note's reading, a powerful summoning spell was enacted and an equally powerful enemy appeared, with intent to kill our new friend and ally, Teddy. When we left our heroes, they had just defeated this fearsome creature and regrouped on the deck of the ship. Yeah, I did not know that's where the dragon came from. I thought it was just like an ocean dragon <laughs> flying by. <laughs> Dang, that's we got something to unpack. Hey, uh, No, man, we did, last episode. No, we didn't. Get ready, we're about to. Thrasher! What the hell? I don't know, man. That that was weird. You know that was going to happen? I had no idea, man. 
They always send me stuff for my birthday, but never, you know, terrifying <laughs> darkness dragons. What did they send you last year? Seems like something you would like. Was that the first spell you cast? Was that your cantrip? Pretty sure I didn't cast a spell there. Well, you said a bunch of words and a dragon came out, so... Yeah, your parents are assholes, man. Don't talk about my parents. Can we open the other one? Not until tomorrow. Just open it. What? Bargobun comes on the deck of the ship. Hey, what what happened, guys? What was going on? I heard some... It sounded dangerous up here, and I was actually kind of busy, so I... You know, I waited until it was gone to check it out, but you guys are good? All right, I'll see you guys later. It's fine, Flargobon. <laughs> see you later. Thrasher's parents tried to kill us. Oh, uh, parents trying to kill you? I know that feeling. Anyway, see you guys later. Okay. Puts out a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> One of these days, I'm going to remember to have the other members of your crew participate in the fight. <laughs> nah. So is there a giant, like, symbol still etched into our ship? Good question. Uh, yeah. Once the arcane sigil flashed with magical power, it started to dissolve, but there's still, like, remnants burned into the surface of the ship, yes. So, I don't know if this relates to it, I just thought of it. Does it resemble at all the one we found at Wagon Wheel's uh, house? Because we found a symbol on the floor and Rothspire stuff. So you can roll an arcana check to examine this if you'd like to. Okay. That's a natural 20, 27. Wow. Nice. So this was a summoning spell, but it's not its not a summoning spell in the traditional sense. This seems to be like almost like a reverse banishment. This was a creature that was imprisoned in some capacity and was released upon the conclusion of this note being finished. Ah, oh, so you're saying we ended his sentence. Oh, nice. I get it. We freed the dragon. And then killed it. Normally, this is not the kind of thing you could just contain in a scroll. Typically, this would have to be painstakingly inscribed and then cast over possibly a longer duration. Thrash, are your parents like powerful wizards? I don't, I don't, I don't think so. They do like business stuff open the other present thrasher not until tomorrow thrasher that is not how it goes teddy i hit him <laughs> <laughs> we might need a long rest before we open up any more of his parents present. yeah that's fair <laughs> he's actually got a pretty good point there hang on i i, I am gonna hit him though okay we'll roll it 18 to hit. Nope. Yeah, it is. I wasn't really hitting, though. It was like a backhand. You gotta say the magic words. I can't do that. I'm not god kind. <laughs> but Tyler said it was only 1d4, and I rolled a 1, so. Yeah! Don't call me that! Alright, everybody needs to calm down. I feel like it's hard for you to be upset with anyone right now. You almost killed everyone on the, on the ship. I didn't do shit! I mean, you, you read a piece of paper. Well, I mean, if it wasn't for you, there would have been no dragon. That's hard to argue. 
I know, man. I've said before, all right? I don't like all the stupid business crap. I just want to go have fun. Thrasher, that wasn't business. Like, cut goblins in half and stuff like that. And you guys are like, oh, we gotta, we gotta, what's going on with all this business stuff? There's goblins out there running around, heads on. Let's just do that stuff, guys. That, that wasn't tax returns, Thrasher. That wasn't <laughs> business stuff. I mean, that's, you know, it, it's a wide umbrella, really. <laughs> know anything about <laughs> Well, I, I guess I don't know a lot about business, if I'm being honest, but some messed up business. Oh. Look, if I hadn't sent them the note, then they wouldn't leave us alone with the ship, so... You sent them a note? You know, we got our ship. Yeah, man, I had to let them know, like, they, we needed the ship and they should stop trying to take it from us. Then what'd they do? They left us with the ship. You heard him. He said it's ours, man. And then they tried to kill us. I mean, you know, that was for me. You guys could have just walked away. <laughs> Nox, you can actually see in the inscription of the arcane sigil, it comes with very specific parameters for who the, the creature is to target. It seems like it was directly designed to kill or severely injure Thrasher. Does it say Thrasher? It, uh, it doesn't call it by name, but it's got a very vivid description. Oh, okay. Well, dragons don't understand names or titles. So why? Do you have any idea why they would have tried to kill you on your 17th birthday? Brent, do I have any idea why they would have tried to kill me on my 17th birthday? No, from what you, and this is me just spitballing here about your life. From what you remember about your parents, they were pretty hands-off as far as actual parenting was concerned. I mean, you, you saw them, but you were mostly left to uh, your own devices as you grew up because they were involved with such business stuff. That makes sense. Butlers and shit. So they haven't, uh, I mean, they threw you great birthday parties in the past and gave you gifts, but this is the, this is certainly the first of these types of gifts. I mean, the only thing I can think is they want to, like, make a man out of me or something like that. Or something lame. Make a man out of you? Stop it. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Season three, all about Disney references. (laughs) It's such a good song. It really hits. All right, well... Well... I guess we're going to unpack this in the morning when you open up that next box, which better not have a dragon in it. There's no way, man. I'm sure it'll just be like, look, let's just enjoy all these pastries. I'll share and get some sleep. Only if you show us a little bit of your dancing. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to backhand both of them. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, man. That's a... All right, Demi was first, so I guess he would have been the first one. So 14. I think that does hit me. All right. Uh, You take four damage. Uh, Matt, I assume a 24 hits you. Yeah, it hits me. All right. Uh, You take two damage. I grab a cake and run away. I said you could have the cake. This one's mine. (laughs) All right. uh, Thrasher gathers... uh, 
double armful of pastries and goes to his room. Is it night time? It's it's close. We'll say it's dusk. Okay. I'm not going to go to bed just yet. I'm going to kind of stay looking where we're going. I feel like Dimrock likes to sleep outside in the coke's nest sometimes. He's got like a little hammock up there. And so I rest up there, but not before making dinner for everybody. And so I can pass out one of these bonus foods to everybody. Done. Ooh, nice. So, so it's a bonus action. You get plus three hit points. Sweet. Maybe save your ass. Wait, how many temp hit points was it? Three. I'll say end up with Cokes and co-pilot him. Talk shit about me. Like uh, when you ride shotgun on a long trip, but like immediately fall asleep. Be like, oh, I'm going to stay up here so you don't have to do this by yourself. And then I immediately fall asleep. <laughs> Worst road dog ever. I hear people. So it's just Tyler and Birch. Just like. What you what you think of Dragon? Hurt pretty bad. He hurt you? He's got some singe marks from the, or I guess it's, I don't like freezer burn marks or something. <laughs> Did he get paralyzed the whole fight? Is that why he stayed a chair? Yeah, that's right. This happened a lot to you guys? Too much. <laughs> Good question. Way too much. Why are you talking? Why are you imitating me? I always talk like this, Birch. <laughs> I guess I don't know really so <laughs> now pretend he's a squirrel you good chair I know alright okay. <laughs> no keep going this is premium content guys <laughs> alright so Copes and Knox and I suppose Birch will roll one as well although he's not going to be very good at this roll perception checks if the chair gets it what if that's just like Copes' like tree accent? Matt has to have disadvantage because he's sleeping. Fifteen. The chair did the best. <laughs> the chair did the best. <laughs> Birch got a seventeen. But he does not have very good perception skills. So what did Birch see? You see anything? That smell of smoke is still lingering in the air. It hasn't really ever dissipated at all. You don't see any signs of a source of that smell anywhere. It's just open sky and open waters below you. But occasionally as you're looking out over the water, are you cruising along or are you stationary? Yeah, I'm cruising. Cruising? You hear what sounds like um, distant pops or explosions, but you also don't see any sign of where those are. And... Wherever they're coming from, either they're so distant that you're only just catching the sound, or there's something else is going on. It's very scattered, like maybe every 30 minutes to an hour you hear something, but going to look, you don't see any sign. Can I tell what direction they're coming from? Or is it too far off? There's no visual sign. You could try to follow the audio just pure, purely based on the sound if you guys do another perception check you could try to possibly follow it yes I would like to can we uh, can we call up to Demi and, and have him listen from above in the cope's nest with his beautiful ear horn sure ah, gamify it sure 
Hey, Timmy! Timmy! Huh? Huh? What, <laughs> octopus? Dragon? Do you hear anything? Swinging my chainsaw. Do you hear anything? Yeah, you waking me up! No, but listen! <laughs> Just like whenever you're wanting someone to listen to something that you've just been hearing a lot. <laughs> 15 minutes pass and you don't hear anything. It should be coming in the next hour or so. <laughs> Are you fucking with me? Are you tired? Do I need to take a shit? No, no, I'm pretty. I think you're losing it. I thought you were going to say, do I need to take a shit? I did too. <laughs> Are you, are you robbing? Are you, are you letting farts go up there every 30 minutes or so? I don't know, man. I'm sleeping. Uh, did, did you wake me up because I'm farting in my sleep? <laughs> I didn't think so, but maybe. All right, go back to bed. I'm sorry. No, no, I'm up now. I'm up. So, all right, Demarok, you hear a, a popping sound off in the distance. Could you imitate the sound? It's not like the that popping sound. It's it's more like a something is exploding. Is it like one of those snap fireworks? No, stronger than that. Stronger than that. Stronger than that. Huh? Huh? Like a, one of those super dense balloons popping, you know, where it's a very strong popping sound. Okay. Using my ear horn, can I tell more where it came from? Like, is it more distinct? Sure. You guys can all work together with the ear horn granting advantage on this perception check to try to follow if you want to. 18. 16. Four. Nice. Okay. <laughs> just for imagery's sake, Thrasher, are you just snacking on pastries in your room right now? I was just, I'm assuming I'm asleep. Okay, so you've already ate, eaten them all and you're asleep now. Yeah, I stuffed my double arm full and went to sleep. All right, so it is difficult to tell. It seems like it, this is a good distance away wherever this sound is, but you kind of have a general idea of what direction to head in. You want to head that way? Yeah, I do. All right, if we're heading to these explosions, should we wake up Thrasher? No, I don't I don't think we want to engage in anything. I think we should just try to see if we can see <laughs> what the popping sound is. We just want to look at the explosions. Okay. Maybe it's fireworks. Maybe they're celebrating Thrasher's birthday. Giant sky explosions. <clears throat> All right. I sneak down and I go wake up Thrasher. What? What's up, Debbie? <laughs> All right, let's go. Now I'm up here. All right, you notice the popping, the exploding sounds do get closer as you drift in, in that direction. And they start getting closer and closer, but you are maybe increasingly convinced that you are not seeing a visual source for any of these sounds. Let's say you travel for about an hour to heading in that direction. At a certain point, it's almost like it's almost like you're in the middle of a thunderstorm with no visual signs of storm, clouds, or thunder or lightning itself. The sky's completely clear. I reach to like the Is there a stronger smell? There is a stronger smell of smoke. But you, you hear these sounds, but there's no visual sign of any of it. The sky is completely clear. I want to put on my glasses so let me see the invisible bears. Now, there are a couple hanging off the side of the ship, but... Yeah, I'm used to them now. Yeah, I knocked them off. But do I see anything? <laughs> are they reacting to the sound, though? 
Uh, the invisible <laughs> bears. Bear security. They seem uncomfortable, I guess, as they cling to the side of the ship before being tumbled down into the waters below. I'm like, you're fish food today, boys! <laughs> and I'm just knocking them down. But no, I don't see any magic storm or anything. No, no. No, vi no visual at all of what the source of the sound could be. And with, based on the volume of the sounds you're hearing, you are very close to the source, or what must be the source of it. Is the water popping or anything? It is not. What's going on, guys? Is it dark at this point? It's dark at this point. If I wanted to do a check to see if I recognize the sound, what do you think about that? You can. What kind of check? History? It would be a perception check or history check with triple secret disadvantage. Because <laughs> you have every the reason history. to you have every reason to not recognize the sound. Well, with my super secret disadvantage, it was a nine. A nine? You don't recognize it. No. Copes, you got any idea what's going on here? It smells... No clue, Grab. It smells like something's burning. I think I do, guys. What you got, Demi? I think we're heading straight into danger. Into the night, over the crashing waves. Here we go again. And I'm just casting motivational speech. Could it be like so five hit points to everybody underwater? I don't see anything though. Gosh, I hope not. You saw what was in that water before, man. You really want to go down there? Yeah, but it's, it smells like burning underwater. Yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense unless there's some kind of magic hiding it. Copes, me and you got blown up that one time. Would you rather do that again or fight whatever it was that ate that octopus? Were we underwater? We were not underwater. Uh, could I uh, cast a detect magic spell? Yes, you can. I sneak off. I say, uh, uh, I got to run to the bathroom real quick, guys. And I go for like nine and a half minutes and hide like I'm in the bathroom. And then I come back up right at the end. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to cast a spell. And then I do it right away. Nice. Wow, getting better, dude. Oh, that was amazing. You're powerful now. I know, I know. Just takes a few seconds. All right, so your eyes glow. Yeah, I think it's. I think I can only see like thirty feet, but it it lasts for a little while. So. Okay, so what you? Yeah, for the duration, you can see magic within thirty feet of you. You detect some very faint, magical auras, almost like the remnants of spells that were cast, and it lasts. Uh, ten minutes. And as you're scanning, looking for more signs, let's say every few minutes you catch what must be a spell. It, it, it feels like a spell flying past the ship. But again, there's no visual sign of that spell. It seems like it's mostly e evocation spells. So, so somebody's... I mean, there's like signs of spells flying through here, but I don't see where from and they're not lasting. Maybe we should uh, dock out and take a sleep here and, and see if there's something there in the morning. You want to dock right where all the spells are going? Well, I mean, we could pull back and up a little bit. Seems dangerous. Deal. I do that. All right, so you're going to chill hovering over here for the night? 
I don't like the way you said that. I'm just asking. Yeah, it sounds like he's planning. They're just gonna stop right here, huh? I mean, there's nowhere to land, right? No. Oh, there's that big chunk of land over there. Yeah, I mean, I guess. Are we taking an arrest? I mean, it's it's like night, right? At this point. Yeah. It it is like night, and it is night. I mean, we we don't necessarily have to stay right here, but I, we need some sleep. Doug, Helga. Yeah. Y'all stay on watch. Okay. Oh, I didn't know we had we have to do that too. Yeah, you do. I mean, you're used to working twenty-eight hour days. What's a twenty-four hour day? That's what I'm saying. Oh, that's a good point. Okay. Wait, how, how how long are our shifts on the ship? We've already been working 36 hours. Yeah, well, six more hours, big guy. <laughs> you work 42 hours on, and then you get three hours off. No, four hours off. All right, that's better than 28, 28 hours a day. And you can just fuck around whenever we're not here, too. So. Yeah, you don't really have to work. We use that term liberally. Just look like you work. Stay busy. Maybe put a trigger on the minigun thing, because that shit didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we don't know how that thing works. Braddock built that. <sighs> yeah, we tried to fire it a bunch of times while you guys weren't here, but it wouldn't work. I, I just punched it. It didn't do anything. All right, so you guys are going to rest now. The night passes. You guys wake up in the morning. The only thing that interrupts your sleep are these distant popping and explosion sounds that you hear periodically throughout the night. I've slept through worse. Did they move or did we move? Some of them seem more distant. Others are closer. Nox, I don't, I don't, I don't know where this is getting us. I, I don't see anything here. I think it's just a weird ocean thing. We should, let's just, I mean, it's cool. Let's write about it and just keep moving on. I think so. Yep, let's go. All right, was there anything else you wanted to do now that it is the next day? Open that chest. Theodore, open your present. <laughs> I guess it is the next day. Yes, we're all so excited. Like the whole ship's gathered around. Oh, we, we do all sing happy birthday in the morning, I'm sure. Dasher, let's get down to business. Time to open this bad boy. Everybody's got like shields in front of them and like <laughs> we're all standing a hundred feet away. Braddock's on the turret gun. Yeah, I'm definitely like in a defensive position. How big is this thing? It is equal size to the other one. It's about three feet wide, one foot tall. Pretty big chest. I open it. Thrasher, if there's a dragon in it, throw it in the water this time, please. Too late. Open. Do you unlock it first? Oh, I forgot. Yes, I unlock it first. Is this like that thing with the, how do you make a sandwich? Open the peanut butter. All right, so you pop the key in the chest. All right, everybody roll a perception check. Eight. 19. Seven. 23. 23 and 19, you are not surprised as a bunch of confetti launches out of the top of the chest <laughs> and a large dragon head on a spring <laughs> pops out. Yay. With a note that says happy birthday on it. How do the people who are surprised react to this? I cast fireball. 
thought I just got a thing that keeps me from being surprised. I think you did a barbarian thing. So I'm just going to say I wasn't surprised anyway. So it just knocks, freaks out. I charge with my sword. Yeah. It's another dragon! Kill it! Kill it! You cleave <laughs> the dragon's head off of its body. I am the dragon slayer! Wow, good job, Nox. <laughs> Thrasher claps and cheers wildly. Nox! <laughs> you did Yeah! And then I, I tackle God. Thrasher out of the way of the confetti. It's breath! It's gonna hit you! <laughs> is there anything else in the box, or is it just that? There is other stuff in the box. Okay. Fine. Once you move the spring mechanism out of the way... There are some random objects in that box. How many random objects do I get? There are four random objects in the box. Four random objects, all for me? Yeah. Put to good use, bud. Tyler? Yes. Will you do me the honors of rolling all four of those objects for me? Ah, uh, that's not really my thing. No, if you don't want it, never mind. Uh, am I just doing D100s? D100s. All right, four D100. Are you ready for the numbers? Just give me one at a time. 58. So there are a pair of sending stones in there. Ooh, a pair, you say? A pair, yeah. All right, next is 82. Inside is a necklace that depicts a dragon breathing some kind of breath attack on it. It's called a necklace of adaptation quite on theme. Could have started with that. Next we have 91. It is one of those small glowy crystals that feels oddly light to the touch and lightly hovers in the air. It's an ion stone. This is an ion stone of awareness. Finally we have 95. It is a wildly oversized belt but it has enough notches to make it much smaller. On the belt buckle, it has a, an ogre's face inscribed on it. It's a belt of fire giant strength. Or not fire, sorry. Hill giant, my bad. Oh my god. And there's another note underneath all of these items. Ooh. So I want to ask you a question. I, would you like me to read this in your parents' voice? Well, now you have to. But what, what voice is that? You came up with it last time. I don't think I did. In the dream, you decided you decided my mom sounded like me. That was a weird dream version. Sounds like this. Yeah. If you're giving me the opportunity to decide, British. Fancy British lady. <laughs> All right. Teddy, we know you're probably upset, but you left us no other choice. This could all have been avoided if you just visited us more often, you know. I mean, we gave you an airship. The least you could do is visit. In any case, we hope the void creature trapped within the chest was enough to spill some blood. Your father thought it was too much, but I knew you'd be fine. Did you like the poem? I thought you would appreciate the theatrics of it. Oh, right, before I forget the curse. If your blood was spilled, you're fine for now. Come visit us and we'll tell you all about it. <laughs> Happy birthday, 
love mom and dad. What the fuck? So that's what the note said, guys. <laughs> As I finish reading it to you. Man, I've never heard of a note with so much, like, love, but, like... Exposition, I know. Yeah, but they still tried to kill you, but only because they loved you and missed you so much. Those business guys are weird. Yeah, it makes sense to me. So how long have you been gone? I mean, I've, I've been out on my own for... weeks and... you know, maybe even, like, a couple of months at this point. <laughs> and... Oh. Oh, wow. So you just hit the ground running. Did they know you were leaving? I mean, it was... Uh, it wasn't much like a conversation, really, but they never really... I just kind of do what I want most of the time anyway. And they're like, oh, you got to learn about business stuff. And I'm like, eh. Ah, I totally get it, dude. Yeah, it's just lame, right? Yeah, overbearing parents, lots of taking over the family business, but you just... They're like, oh, your tutor was here this morning. Where were you? And I'm like, oh, there was a show last night. Eh, metal, you know? They just don't know how to rock. You know, sometimes parents just don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty um, emo. I mean, that's pretty metal, bro. And I wink at him, kind of like, you know. But I'm going to be honest with you guys. I think, you know, pre pretty soon I should probably go pay him a visit. If only to yeah. find out about whatever this curse is. Where do they live? I mean, they got a few houses, but you know, their main property is uh, in Lidditch. I feel like when he says that out loud, my hood just burst open. And my two like lights come out and just start swirling around me and like batting me at the head. And I'm like, oh, guys, I know I heard it too. You heard what? Boy, you got some business there? I do have business there. It's, you know, it's the capital of industry. Oh, God, more and business crap. Well, we could also get our, our <laughs> sweet money. Yeah, I could actually use some. Yeah, I could use some cash. Ludie Marys don't pay for themselves. I discovered that very soon after leaving the house. It is expensive to stay drunk. I mean, you also apparently have a fortune to be given or something, don't you? I mean, yeah. I don't think I can actually get a hold of them. There's like trusts and like, I don't know, man. It's all businessy. Well, we got Wagon Wheel with us. So if we need to crack through that, I mean, sorry, Quinsley. Oh, yeah, we do. <laughs> Are you worried about that curse? I mean, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a little bit concerned about a curse, I guess. But also, like, money, yeah. Well, if they're going to send dragons at us because you don't go home, we should probably make a pit stop. Also, they're going to have to fix our ship because they put a big mark on it, and we already have Doug and Heldega working overtime. All right, well, to Lidditch. I guess, do I know how to get to Lidditch? I gave you a map that has other places marked on it. We'll say, yes, you can figure out your way there. Could my orbs help steer the way or like point the way? Sure. 
Would you like to hear the poem again, the one that you read yesterday? Just so you can hear it one more time. Please. In shadows shrouded by time's embrace, fate awaits with eerie grace. Sixteen dance beneath the moon's soft gleam. Seventeenth brings forth a different dream. Once a human heart now beats anew, fur or feather scales in view. Moonlit Eve, your change unfolds, beware the truth these words have told. What am I that awaits your dawn, a cursed fate forever drawn? Spill your blood before the day, or in transformation you'll forever stay. Did he get hit at all? Oh yeah. He got hit. He got hit significantly. I got hit a bunch. I almost died. Okay, so you did spill blood. I believe so. Can we inspect Thrasher thoroughly? Yeah. Hey, Thrasher, I'm just going to take a peek. Can you uh, pull your socks down and uh, part your beard? What are you doing, Nox? Thrash doesn't have a beard. Those are the important spots. Under the chin and the ankles are always where curses start. Everybody knows that. Oh, you're the magic man. So I take my socks off, I guess, and I don't have a beard, so... Don't worry, it'll come in one day. <laughs> now you know why Thrash doesn't have a beard. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. You pull his off. Actually, one of his foots, his feet look weird. Oh, God! What's wrong with your foot? Uh, no, it was, it's like sciatica or something. I don't know. <laughs> I immediately got Mr. Deeds vibes. Like, one foot's just black. <laughs> Does Mucinex help with that? That's or? what I was picturing too. His skin is like dark <laughs> and like grayish looking on just one of his feet. Oh, oh no! That happened to my foot. I told you. Uh, trash. This is bad. Oh my god! You got gross foot. I poke at it. Does it? Does it feel weird? I'm not touching it. It's a little cold to the touch, but you feel fine. You still have full sensation. It tickles a little bit when Nox is touching your foot. Yeah, we should probably we should probably go see your parents. So I should not have stomped on my own toe. Well, that's weird, Nox. What is it? It's, uh... I should probably roll for this, huh? Come on, man. Take ten minutes. Figure it out. I don't out. need ten minutes. Can I roll an Arcana check? Is that what that be? Arcana? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 17. You couldn't tell exactly what... This isn't a curse or anything that you're familiar with, but you do see signs of what appears to be necrosis, like uh, the type of damage somebody might take when being inflicted with necrotic damage. Okay, so good news and bad news. Uh, the good news is it's only on one foot. That's good. But the bad news is it doesn't matter if it's on both your feet because it's already on one foot, so... <laughs> Oh, that's bad. I think you're either turning into a zombie or a frog of some sort. Uh, one of those is good. Probably a zombie, but not like the cool kind, kind of like just the dead kind. I think you're dying is what I'm getting at. Oh, man. They said something about scales in that note. Maybe you're going to be a snake. Oh, I hope not. God, I hope not. Well, it said, you know, stuff about there was scales and there's fur. And... Maybe you'll grow a beard. 
or turn into some weird scaly bird. I guess that'd be all right. Only time will tell. Do you have to spill blood every day, you think? Cope's roll a perception check. You're the pilot, so you're rolling. Let me do this. Either way, I do give Thrasher a second pair of socks. 11. It's because that will help. That'll help slow the curse down. Exactly. It's like diabetic socks. It won't hurt. Yeah. Gotta increase the blood flow. We, just don't, we don't want to look at it. It's gross. <laughs> Cover that shit up, Thrasher. You're bringing everybody down, bro. What you got? Eleven. Eleven. So yeah, I think you would still notice this. There is a very steady churning of water beneath the ship now. How high up are we? You guys are way up. I figured you guys were at least 80 feet above the water. It doesn't look like there's a creature thrashing down there or something trying to get to you. It's just that the water is the water is bubbling and churning upward. Is it following us? I assumed you were stationary at the moment. Oh, at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm going to move the ship away from that. I'm going to point it out to everyone. I told you it was coming from underwater. That's what I kind of thought too, but I'm getting away from this first. We could just take a quick peek. I really don't think we should go down there. Let's take a peek. You want to take a peek? No. I want to take a peek. Why don't we just drop you down in one of those boats? Oh, we got the jumpy. That thing's fast as hell. We could check it out. Nose goes. I touch my nose. Nose goes. Roll to see how fast you touch your nose. <laughs> I, I said it. I get it. Look, I, I don't like it, but Knox, if you want to go down there, I'll go with you. I mean, we got a, something's going on down I there. I got one foot in the grave already anyway, right? No, no, you've got time to live. Hey, the good news is you made it to 17, though. It's longer than I thought I was going to make it. Nemorak will man the turret. Do we have, like, a sub-enclosure on the top of the jumpy? Oh, what? hold on, hold on. Wait, what, what are we doing? I have an idea. I forgot I'm basically a god now. Give me one sec. <laughs> oh, you forgot you have magical powers? All right. All right. I got Just a plan. because you never use them? I got a plan. Calm down, Thrasher. I'm about to show you how, uh, how to get shit done. Uh, I'm going to peek over the edge of the water or of the boat down towards the water. You said we're 80 feet in the air? Yeah. Oh, this has a range of 300. Okay, cool. I'm going to cast Control Water, which is my fourth level spell, and part the water. So Ooh. a 100-foot cube of water is going to just move apart and create a trench that extends uh, all the way down. I'm just going to full-on Moses it. What does it look like when you cast the spell? <laughs> uh, it's, it's kind of... <laughs> it, it's, it's a mix of... You know, know what it, okay, what's the... You know the old school Disney Mickey when he's the sorcerer and he's like jumping from side to side, like throwing his arms out? Ooh, Fantasia. Fantasia. It's a full yeah. on Fantasia. Yeah. It's like half dance because I'm still trying to get Thrasher to dance. Uh, <laughs> and uh, he's just like throwing his arms back and forth as the water starts to slowly ripple and rock back and forth. And then just a huge split shoots down the middle of it 100 feet deep and parts back and pushes to the sides. 
Thrasher, as a ninth level wizard, is trying to help, so he's waving his arms back and forth too, but it's basically like, you know, when you walk up to the door at a store and you pretend like you're opening it with the force. I think he's dancing, so I'm like, yeah, Thrasher, shake it. As the water parts, you reveal a deep glow beneath the water. Like, as the water parts, you see what must be some kind of light source deep in the ocean that is now shining upward into the sky. And you're you're still, like, 80 feet up, or what? Or do you have to get closer? I'll get a little bit closer. How close did you have to get to cast that spell? It has a 300-foot range, so... Oh, wow. Dang. Okay, nice. Then I don't get any closer. Okay, you don't have to. Yeah. As the water begins to erupt, sending sprays of water and foam up into the sky... And suddenly, it's mermaids having a birthday party, isn't it? I'm pretty sure that's what it is. As you reveal that light that shines upward into the sky, you feel like a a rippling, almost like everyone's vision ripples as though a, a pebble were dropped into the very fabric of the universe. The skies, once serene, suddenly become a canvas of chaos as a battle scene erupts into the air around you. What? Oh, crap. The scent of smoke and fire. Before it was just a scent, now just fills the air. As amongst the whips, wispy oh, clouds, you see majestic dragons taking flight, their colossal wings slicing through the air, scales shimmering in iridescent hues, reflecting the sun's beams as they engage in dogfights with other creatures. They unleash bursts of fire and ice, colliding in dances of elemental power, roars echoing across the sky. High above the dragons in the sky, you see a floating castle tilting precariously as it descends towards the ground. (laughs) The towers of the castle adorned with banners reflecting the various schools of magic, covered with various archers and warriors standing atop their battlements, preparing for some kind of battle. And as the castle descends through the sky, shockwaves ripple through the air, creating tumultuous currents that challenge the flight of all who fly closely. There's more. A fleet of airships sails through the sky, guided by skilled wizards and spellcasters, arcane energies crackling and surging as spells cast from their vessels form dazzling streaks of light that blaze across the skies. Bolts of lightning bursts of fire weaving intricate patterns, seeking out their targets with unerring accuracy. Airships themselves, marvels of engineering and magic, equipped with ethereal cannons and protective barriers that shimmer with enchantments. And amidst this aerial symphony, you see colossal insects taking flight, carrying smaller insect riders atop their backs, moving in perfect harmony, weaving through the sky with astonishing precision. Together, they form formations that resemble living constellations. So are you guys surprised? Guys, I didn't mean to do that! Guys, it's the big bad beetle forms! Did you close it? Did you guys see this before? Holy crap! What's in the water? Was there something that we see under there? Like, you just see that the light now shining from below is is blinding in a way. Okay. Does it appear like that light is illuminating what we see? Is it projecting this? You could interpret it that way. Oh shit! The uh, cope's evasive maneuvers. Yeah, I'm on you, bro. All right. Do, do we do we run? Do we get on the castle? What do we? What the hell, man? 
Damron just starts firing the turret. Do they seem to notice us? With the way the combat seems to be going, no. But is it safe? I mean, this has been happening all around us, like the whole time we've been here, right? I think we're close to the center of magic. We literally already found the center of all the magic, didn't we? Yeah, I think we were close. We, that's where the beam went up. Yeah. I just wonder why this location. We heard it. We've never heard it before. Maybe it's getting stronger, like breaking into this plane. I don't know, man. I'm more concerned about the flying castle and the big bad beetleborgs. Were there beetleborgs? He said there were bugs flying on bugs. Does the ship or the castle, is there anything familiar? Does it look like otherworldly? Or does like does the airship look like our airship? Yeah, do we think they're right around us? Actually, the airships are nearly identical to the ship that you fly yourself. And the castle, although not exactly the same, very closely resembles Alcaster Isle. All right, guys, this is this is messed up. Did you cast Major Illusion by accident? Apparently, I cast Summon Army and Second Army. <laughs> Should we send Thrasher up to the castle to check it out? I mean, he's basically dead anyway. I mean, I mean, uh, cursed. Hey. Yeah, we have to. I don't think we have to. <laughs> I put I push him towards the jumpy. All right, guys, if this is the only way. I'm going to hop in the jumpy and fly away. <laughs> I'm not allowed to say it, Tyler. Could you say it for me, please? He does it. He does it. Oh, shit. <laughs> All right, so. Tyler, please, you have to say it, or I, or I, I'm going to die. You guys. You're going, bro. You guys can decide. Tyler, you have to say it. Tyler, please. One of the airships. You're going to kill me. Breaks from the battle and begins to fly towards the, the group he is on your ship. It pulls up and stops, and you see a figure standing atop the ship. It's a... This is not a... I don't think this is a race you've encountered so far, because I've not included an NPC of this race before. This is a Genasi. Oh. What kind? An air Genasi. Nice. What does he look like, Tyler? Um... He's got uh, oh shit, blowing white dreadlocks of air, and he's wearing a blue tuxedo. <laughs> Is that what he looked like? With no shoes on. I don't think that's what he looked like. Who is this? This is your old character. This is your old character, Bex Maelstrom. Oh fuck! I forgot. About <laughs> so did you have? I forgot he was a Genasi. I played with that character. I remember that character. I just forgot he was a Genasi. I was a Genasi. You guys need some help, bros? I don't remember how he talked. That sounds about right. I don't know, bro. What are you doing over there? What's going on? What do you mean, bro? He just gestures upward. <laughs> <laughs> What's all that, then? What's all this? Who the hell are you? Who the hell are you? Vex Maelstrom. What are you doing up there? Whoa. Cool name. <laughs> yes, we need some help, please. Ahoy! Look, we don't have time for this. I don't know why, I just changed my... <laughs> we don't have time for this, bro. We gotta get back to the battle. If you're fine, we're gonna leave you. 
Who else is with you? Who's we? That's uh, me and the other, the other reasonably priced heroes. Good day. Wait, that's you guys? Dimrock immediately pulls out his framed invitation. Is that what I framed? I think you did frame it. <laughs> I did frame it. I don't know why you framed it, but if you did, that's great. He looks. I did. I feel he like looks, this isn't the first time he said he had it framed. It's not. It was in the bar. I remember now. Hey, guys, it's me, Demarok. Remember you sent me this letter? He looks dumbfounded. I'm bigger than you thought, huh? What are you doing here? You you shouldn't be here. What do you mean? You need to, whatever it is you did to get here, you need to get out of here as soon as possible. I have no time to explain. We got to go. What, are you sure you don't have a second? <laughs> yeah, why'd you come down here? We thought you were injured. You. What's going on? Should I jump aboard? No, as soon as we're gone, you'll fall straight into the ocean. You can't come with us. And it's a battle for the universe. This is... Well, I want to go. That sounds important. And then he flies the ship away. Can I follow him? You you can, yeah. How do y'all feel about that? <laughs> it's a battle for the universe. Yeah. I don't think we'll make it, but let's try. Yeah, I'm going to follow him. If we do get more than 300 feet above water, my spell will uh, fail. Well, that'll let us know what's going on, I guess. All right. As soon as you reach, oh, say, 300 feet away and the spell is lost, suddenly everything just vanishes. All of it in just an instant is gone. Just the smell of smoke and the distant sound of explosions and magic. Nox, what spell was that? I just moved the water. I have no idea what happened. So that was real? Well, it... It was real, but my question, these ships shouldn't work if they're close together, so was it real? Or was it an image of something that happened before? Oh, you're really sticking it in the old Brent, huh? <laughs> He's gotta... I don't know if that affects it. Figure that one out for later. Um, yeah, that's a good point. I mean, if that was a memory, I don't know why he would have talked to us. He said he was going to disappear. He also said we shouldn't be here when he knew who we, who I was. Who was that, Demi? How did you know that? That was those cool, that was the cool guys I told you about. They're trying to recruit me, but I guess, I don't know, maybe the spot got filled or they couldn't find me or maybe it's one of the 11 times we died and changed universes. Maybe, I don't know, maybe that changed. You guys remember that? That was weird. That was weird. I mean, I don't remember it, but I've heard stories. <laughs> Thrasher might just be fucking with us. <laughs> the ultimate goof. Yeah, I choose to just have, you know, I just believe. He said my, the old me was real scrawny and skinny. There's no way. I've been doing 100 push-ups a day every day in my life, so. That's where the smoke smell is coming from. I want to, like, from the push-ups? Sniff the air. <laughs> Is it faint again? It is faint again. Nothing like the, the the thick smell of smoke and sulfur that you experienced just a few moments ago. I mean, you don't think that's another universe, I guess? Timeline? Plane? 
I don't know. Do we need to go? Are there still just explosions going off while we're having this conversation? They're very distant at this point and less frequent. Is that is the water still rumbling under us or is that like moved at all? Once it moved back on, it it's still bubbling, but it's more settled now than it was just a few moments ago. Well, I mean, maybe we just need to keep I don't know what we saw, but maybe we could get some more information in Lidditch. It doesn't seem like we can I bet we can't do anything here. I mean, we're starting to get a lot of clues, though, man. Like, remember the, the your school that landed in the woods? Yeah, and it looked like the school up there in the sky. Yeah, and that sleepy professor said that there was a, you know, battle for the universe, and then, and then Legis, he was trying to, you know, affect something that was happening as well. And yeah. Portal to space, and then now this encounter, like, I don't think we can deny anymore there's something really big going on yeah something some. look you guys know i'm down to check out whatever but my foot's getting kind of itchy yeah we do need to get that taken care of it's just the curse i think on the way i mean we need to start trying to ask people we gotta find somebody who's in the know we need to get in the loop something seems to be going on with the stars maybe copes you got any information on that like under stars? I mean, they were. it was like constellations of enemies. There's a battle in the sky. You think I know what the fuck that was? <laughs> I don't know. I'm out of options, Copes. You ever heard me say anything about flying castles and dragons and ancient battles for the universe? I'm asking. I didn't want to assume that you didn't know. Okay, you're right. I do know. <laughs> I just walk away. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. No, I don't fucking know. Okay, well, kind of scared right now because I think it's still here. Yeah, we can we maybe start moving a little bit. You want to go into the ocean? Desperately, but I don't think we should. I think we need to get to Lidditch. Yeah, I'm gonna start heading towards Lidditch. Do the noises grow fainter as we get away from that spot? They do. They've been growing fainter. Can we mark that on a map? Alice was just about to ask that. How do we mark this location? Drop a pin. Yeah, I made a, ma a real map a while ago. We can actually start using it in roll 20 if you want. Yes. Build the map. Build the map. Well, how are we going to mark? I mean, can you? Can we just say we mark it? Because it's off in the middle of the ocean with no landmark. Yeah, you can just say you mark it right now. Okay. Use the stars, bro. Thresh, you said your parents are pretty powerful people, right? Maybe they've got some connections that can lead us in some helpful ways. Yeah. Oh, they do have magic dragons. When they got magic dragons, they've got some sort of pretty powerful magic knowledge. That was hella cool, though, guys. That was that was awesome. That was awesome? I mean, it was pretty cool. I am going to go change my underwear, but it was pretty cool. That guy who came up was one of the coolest guys I've ever seen. <laughs> I don't know. It was a little much. Did you see his tuxedo? He was so cool. Guys. The fucking air dreads and Vex Maelstrom. Yeah. What a name. What a name. Whoever made that up is just so cool. Okay. We got a lot of questions. I want to join the space battle. So I guess we'll come back to the battle for the universe and we'll go see Thrasher's parents. 
Well, we gotta get his foot fixed, cause it's, it's, uh, bad. Really itchy. And right now we don't have a lead, so we gotta start, you know, poking around, finding somebody who knows something. I mean, I guess we'll start in Lidditch. As our heroes turn their sights on Lidditch and begin flying in that direction, all they hear behind them are the distant sounds of pops and explosions as they move further and further away. So you don't hear anything. Vex Maelstrom. You, you're the voice of Vex Maelstrom. Yes. Okay, we'll do it as someone else. Not anymore. <laughs> You've taken the voice. And I almost wanted to just have... Yeah, you stole my character. I know. I almost <laughs> wanted to just have lines that I wrote out and then make you read them. You stole his IP. Either Thrasher's mom or Vex. Yeah, you could do a good Vex, Tyler. Just talk about how cool you are or whatever. I can't do it. I'm not in the mood. I'm Vex. Don't you fucking so cool me? I'm Vex Maelstrom. And I'm so cool. Just do it. Hey guys, this is Vex Maelstrom. Thanks for listening to our podcast. It's called the Discount Hero. You come back every Thursday. Uh, you'll find it. Uh, yeah, all, we got a link tree. It's got links on it. It looks like a tree, guys. Uh, you know, the, the Discord, and uh, we'll see you next time on Discount Heroes, where questionable results are always guaranteed. I'm gonna kidnap your daughter in real life. I hate that voice. <laughs> Why do you have so many daughters? <laughs> <laughs> I have an island full of daughters. Condoms feel weird. <laughs> what was your character's name from that campaign, Jerry? Uh, Gramps. That was not. Gramps. It was not. You weren't that Gramps wasn't. in that one. I just had you pick your favorite. I guess you. Oh, in that campaign. Yeah. Uh, I think you were Grishnok. See how forgettable he was. Were you Grishnok, or was that also? No, that was the one we did for the test. Okay. You episodes. make fun of my character. You don't even remember your own character. No, because I dropped out of that campaign. Oh, you did. I think I was a bard. I've transcended two stories. Were you expecting us to see that, Brent? I didn't expect you to have a way to reveal that, no. <clears throat> Got him. Fuck you, DM. No, that's why I had, that's why... I... I'm into my recording. That's why as soon as you were talking about Create Water, I just started typing furiously. I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> There's, there was some magic ray under the water. So when he parted the water... Is somebody going to do a real outro? That was a real outro. The magic light revealed that. We cannot use that.
Brent, did you just fart? And the camera picked it up? Yeah. Because I... <laughs> I heard it. <laughs> I did fart. <laughs> What'd you... Oh, uh, we've got that recorded. What'd you eat today? I ate... Well, I didn't have a lot of time to eat. I went. I ate five protein bars that I bought at the Target. <laughs> right, and then I ate three bags of protein chips. Got to get that protein. Jeez. So I think it. I think it was some combination of you know protein. Of, 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, that probably will continue. I'm not a doctor, but I think you've had too much fiber. <laughs> Where do they live? We never really talked about that. Uh, you can decide for yourself if you want to. You can make it somewhere convenient for what your plans already are. <laughs> right next to Allcaster Isle. <laughs> we were like just there. Yeah, if you're gonna make a pit stop somewhere, then we'll say it's on the way in some capacity. But you know, it's kind of it's kind of up to you. I mean, I kind of figured there was like a city hub that would be kind of the you know capital of commerce, and that's where their main home would be. Well, the capital of commerce is Lidditch. We have, have we been there? That's where you're supposed to pick up your money. Oh, yeah. Hey, I think you guys will be surprised. I'm surprised. Honestly, I'm not really sure what you could say that would not surprise me. Yeah, because I, I literally have no idea what the hell this could possibly be. It's a German submarine. We're all killed by a German submarine. <laughs> <laughs> well done. That's the Thrasher remix. Uh, oh, and how long does that spell last, by the way? Ten minutes. Ten minutes? Okay. I have to use my action each turn to continue it, though. All right. Prepare to react, but guys. No, God. <laughs> I can't speak for everybody. Well, go ahead. No, it happened. We already did it last time. I'll cut it in right here. Yeah, but that was for my pre-birthday. Just put in, find the most beautiful happy birthday melody you can find. I'm going to go to a Chili's and tell them it's my birthday and then record them singing happy birthday. Please do that. <laughs>